up, y'all? Welcome to Caucasian Tears, episode eight. I'm your host, Daddy. Yes, that's my birth name. It's the name on my ID, and it's an HR violation at every job I've ever had. We're back. We're trying to stay consistent. I know I didn't put an episode out last week, although I just said we're trying to stay consistent, but we're back. Here's a new episode. We're going to be back again next week. I'm not messing around, okay? I've just been busy with some work, but we here. We chilling. All right, we're going to dive right into this. Today, I got a dope guest. An awesome, 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 awesome comedian, Sophia Wilson-Pelton. Just shut up and listen, all right? Enjoy this conversation, y'all. You have such an official setup, it's crazy. <laughs> that mic is intense. Oh, it, well, this because, like, I make all, um, like, this, I'm in my brother's room, and because he's, like, he's done music all his life. So he's, like, three years older than me, and he's been making music since he was, like, 11 or something. So his room, wherever we live, has always been the music space where we just record everything. So, yeah. So, I, yeah, I just have... That's why, like, I remember when I first... um When I first thought about doing a podcast, I was looking into, like, what do I need and, like, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you probably already had all of it. Yeah, because I, I was going to get, like, another mic and stuff, and then I was just like, oh, all I need is, like... I don't, and also I was like, I need a camera and this and that. And then I was like, oh, I have a mic and I have a laptop. And so I'm very, I'm always DIY. So I'm like, all right, I'll just That's figure also it out. So like far less DIY than so many podcasts. I feel like True. I went, I was like, <laughs> I feel like so many of them are so lo-fi, not yeah. watching anyone, but I don't even <laughs> think it, I think if you have a proper mic, that's like not even DIY. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, true. Okay, well, it's, all right, it's, yeah. This is, I'm just saying, this ain't NPR level, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not mixing it afterwards. Yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah, it's, it's nothing. But, man, I'm excited. This is, uh, this is, this is the first time, well, we've been in the same room on a few occasions, and we're not sure if we talked, but we're, <laughs> we, we, we say we didn't interact. <laughs> But I actually feel like I do remember seeing you at the um, at uh, the Please Don't Destroy show, cause I I'm like whenever I see another black person at a comedy thing, I'm like, okay, I remember. See, but that's why I remember you because like it's just like three white boys who have yeah. a group, and they're very funny. But there's not them. like like it's not super common that there's like a ton of black people there, and so whenever there's yeah. a black person there, I'm always like, okay, I see you. <laughs> Fact, fact. It's uh, it's uh, and also I feel like for me, it's um, I feel like I'm, I'm always saying this. Like I don't know, like I know, I know black people in comedy, but I don't have, but I don't know. I'm not close to so many, and it's always sad. Like whenever I have to do like a sketch or something or like a show, and I'm like, ooh, let me get some black people, and yeah, it's. I was uh, I was gonna, um, I was like gonna write a packet or whatever type thing like for this sketch group on campus too. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do like a black sketch basically, but I'm just like, we would never be, even if I got on, the team would never do this because there's just not enough black people on it for it to be like not racist. Like, yeah. <laughs> this just won't, it doesn't really matter as long as it's funny, but I was like, this just won't fly. <laughs> Facts, like it's just me right now. Like it's, it's, uh, it's a struggle, but you know we we're, we're finding each other. We're we're connecting. Um, wait, so uh, wait, how? And you're at you're at NYU. Uh, 
I also don't know like how much of your business should I not put out here. Uh, so <laughs> you can put all my business out there. Um, I'm sorry. It's always like whenever it's like the first time I'm I'm meeting someone. It's like like the last episode was with uh, Rachel Coster. I don't know if you follow her on on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, that's, I think I do. Yeah, that's another like comedian through the pandemic that I've met digitally, and um, and it was the first time we talked, and so I was literally just like, I'm trying to do the show, but at the same time, I'm like, I just want to know who you are. <laughs> like, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely wouldn't say I'm a screenwriter. That's what I'm studying, but I don't think I could claim that title yet. But hopefully one day I'll be able to claim it. <laughs> we'll see. How long have you been writing? I mean, you know. Like, I don't know. I would write stuff with my brother for fun, like, a long time ago because he writes for TV and stuff. But, like, I just transferred to NYU this year because I took a, like, year and a half off of school. And so I've just started taking, like, proper classes and stuff this year. But I don't know. I would love to write more. I really should do that. <laughs> I believe in you. We, we we got time, but obviously it's like finding that motivation in this period is... Uh... There's nothing happening. <laughs> My brain is so mushy. I'm like, there's not... You were talking about like stand-up when we were texting and I was like, mm-hmm. I just could not even imagine trying to think of a single joke to tell anyone right now. <laughs> like, it's there's nothing new in my brain. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I haven't talked to nobody. And then at the same time, I'm like, we're probably all thinking and going through the exact same thing. So it's like... I'm like, I don't even want to figure out how to make jokes about what's happening because I'm like... I know. It's literally exactly... I'm, like, so torn on the... uh, If COVID should be in, like, TV shows and stuff. It's like... (laughs) I don't want to see it, but... Then it's also so weird to not... To watch TV where they're not portraying COVID. So I'm like, I don't even know what the deal is. Exactly. Like, I remember... I mean, it's crazy. Like, did you hear about Michael Bay's COVID, Phil? No. No? You don't know about it? Oh. <laughs> they already, like, made the whole feature film. And, like, it's done. And it's about to come out. I'm like, how did you already make a movie about now? Like, now? Like, <laughs> and it's about, like, like the virus, like, mutates into, like, I think, like, a zombie virus Oh, or my something. God. Don't make it worse than it already is. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I feel like that is so bad. Like, I feel like there's, like three create like creators or like people who make shows that I would trust to like make a show about code or like have code in their show. And it's because they just tell like super specific, like minute stories. I don't want to watch like a crazy, like speculative film about (laughs) what if things get so much worse, like at all ever. Literally. I'm like, just shut up. It's bad. I'm already traumatized. Like, (laughs) but I do, I have really been meaning to watch the, this is us like two hour special where they cover covid and the blm protest because that sounds insane oh wow i i still i still haven't even started this is us and I, wait is that the one with sterling k brown or is that his last name is that his name he... sterling k brown the corniest black man in hollywood is the <laughs> star of this is us <laughs> he's so corny the show is like not a must watch at all mm. i cannot stress that enough but i and i don't keep up with it but i just need to know how they dealt like what they did with COVID and mm-hmm. stuff. I have to see it. I'm sure it's like awful, but I need to know. <laughs> I have That's to find funny. out. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm like, I feel like either way, like however anyone handles it, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I know. 
Yeah, re- my brother and my brother who writes for TV. Mm-hmm. So like he and his friends were talking about whether or not it should be included in shows, and they got into like a huge fight about it, saying like, should they do it or should they not? Because <laughs> they're just like some of them are like, no, it has to be in movies, and they yeah. apparently just got like so angry at each other for real while they were having oh, this discussion. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I uh, I don't know. For me, I'm just like. I think, I mean, I think it's, I don't, I I don't knock anyone that tries to handle it, but I'm just like, eh. I I just don't need to. And I also feel like people just don't have enough perspective. Like, yeah, to be making, especially like a movie, like it's one thing if it's a show where the world is already built. So you're like, okay, yeah, like this show, they already are living in a grounded world. We're going to have them deal with this thing that's going on and then like doing it that way. But to have like, you don't have enough perspective to have like a take on it. That's interesting. I feel like it's just reliving exactly like what we're doing right now. It's not going to be, I don't know. It's just going to be awful, but whatever. We'll see. It's like if they made world war two movies during world war two. I know literally, literally. It's like, well, like the propaganda films and stuff, like that was a thing. Yeah. I know. I feel like you could probably look back on like any movies or TV that were made like way too soon after 9-11 about 9-11 and just see that they, I'm sure they were all awful. And I think that's what it's going to be like. Not in the same situation, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Who knows? Time will tell what happens and how we all look back on this period, but I, I feel like I'm just going to not want to look back and we'll see what happens. So, you know, but I know. I also think about like people are me and my friends like what or like this generation having kids who then are like talking about this because I'm obviously they'll be studying it in school and shit like that. And like our generation being like, you don't even understand what we went through. Like, <laughs> like I always just like you don't know. <laughs> literally, like being like triggered by your kids being like, what was it like? <laughs> yeah. like don't even bring that up. Like. <laughs> We didn't have toilet paper for a week. <laughs> Literally, I just, it's gonna, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's messy. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> the PTSD is gonna be real. So let's, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it when the time comes. But Sophia, how do you, wait, how do you say your last name? Wilson Pelton. Oh, okay. You know what's funny? Yeah. Did you I think just, it was W Pelton? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even I, I think I wrote in my phone like Welpton. Uh yep. mm-hmm. I have a, a very close friend who because so just for the listeners, my like social media handle is Sophia W Pelton because my last name is Wilson Pelton, which is like so long. And um it's two last names. And one of my like very close friends had me in her phone as Welton for the longest time, and she just like did not know my last name because of my social media mm. handle. It was confusing to her. <laughs> a friend you know in real life? Yes, like a close friend. Oh, oh, so long just didn't know my last name, but that's kind of on me, I guess. These things happen. <laughs> what are days? I mean, there's like people that I don't like. I only refer to them by like their social media handles. Um, so, I mean, you know, these things, yeah, names. Do people usually think that your social media handle isn't your actual name? Like, do people think that, like, your name isn't daddy? Yeah, no, there's times where, like, I'll get, um, I'll get, like, casted, like, uh, for, like, projects or something. Like, people will hit me up and 
uh, they'll be like, okay, like, so wait, so what's your name? And because they're like, we love your, you, love your social media approach and whatever, like your photos. And they're like, but what's your name? Like, what do we put? And I'm like, Daddy is, is, is my name, and uh, and they're like, oh wait, like no, like not your nickname or like you know we know like your online name, but like I need like your legal name, and I'm like, yep, here's my ID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's always. I mean, that's how like for me, I always say when I meet people, um, I know whether or not they heard my name correctly by their reaction. Like, it, cause you know, like sometimes you, you're, you're in a party or, or an environment, like everyone's just like, oh, this is this, that. And like, you, and no one hears each other's names or remembers. But for me, it's like, I know when people are like, wait, what? Then I'm like, okay, you heard my name. Cool. You know who I am. All right. <laughs> I bet there's like a ton of white people who are like, wait, come again. And then you say it again. And they're like trying to act normal because they don't want to be offensive. And they're like, <laughs> oh, totally. Like, do you know, I'm sure they're like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like an ethnic thing or like a whatever. Like, yeah. Now, I love when I'll go to like, uh, I love, I, I love black people, like, especially like black Americans, like, because they're just so un- unapologetic. Like, it's like, there's no guilt for like a black person now. So <laughs> they're just like, nah, I'm not calling you that. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> black men are just like, nah. <laughs> And like, I, yeah, they're like, no, I simply can't be saying yeah. that. <laughs> I remember one time I was on, like, a shoot in, like, Pennsylvania. And um, we stopped at, like, a gas station or something. And, like, one of my coworkers was getting everyone's food and stuff. And then, like, he turns to me and he's like, yo, daddy, what do you want? And we're, like, in a super, like, hood area and stuff. And, like, the dude at the register is just like, yo, you just call this nigga daddy? Like, he started calling everyone from the back, like, yo, this man is calling. <laughs> like... It just became this whole situation. So literally it's it's uh yeah, it's that's life. But you know, things happen. <laughs> but um <laughs> so, okay, now that I know your name. Yes, yes. <laughs> welcome to Caucasian Tears. <laughs> I'm curious to know what is what is the cause of Caucasian tears that came to your mind? For today <laughs> okay mine i honestly don't feel very good about mine but i chose when zendaya wore braids and looked really good and then this um bitch i'll say it uh <laughs> juliana rancic or whatever on like youtube on her what is i'm sure it's a stupid youtube show or something um was just like racist about her having braids and said that she looked like she smells like patchouli and that's what? What I, <laughs> yeah um yeah but i think like greater on the on the grander scale i just wanted to say when black people are cute and then white people are mad about it or try to steal the ways True. that make us cute but specifically when zendaya wore braids and she looked really awesome and then people were so rude about it and yeah <laughs> wait 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 when was this was that was that recently this was like Okay, this was 2015. I'm, I'm going into this People article. But Dang. yeah, basically... Sorry, also she wasn't wearing braids. That was my bad. She was wearing dreadlocks, like really skinny locks. And Ooh, um, I think I remember now. Yeah, and she looked so good. She's wearing this like gorgeous white gown. She looks awesome. And then Juliana Rancic said that um, on the her episode of The Fashion Police that Zendaya looked like she smelled of patchouli and weed. 
Wow. Yeah. And I I didn't look this up again because I simply was too lazy, but there was also something right before where a white person had done, or someone who wasn't black, I'm pretty sure, had worn braids or some like other like black hairstyle and on the fashion police the same like commentator was like she looks so good <laughs> so yeah that is it pisses me off it's it's hot when they do it <laughs> know. it's literally not though too like it looks so nasty <laughs> so i don't even like it looks so gross and i don't understand yeah i'm like this should not be a thing like what like that, and that's crazy because this is like like um that was 2015. So white people had a lot more like leeway with what they could get away with amongst each other. <laughs> like I know. Just saying that on her show is yeah. so crazy. It's like, wait, did pe- was was there backlash or like Yeah, so then people definitely there was backlash and Zendaya went or Zendaya, I always say it wrong. I never know. Me neither. And then people always correct me and I forget forget which one it is, but <laughs> Um, I think it's Zendaya because I usually say Zendaya and I'm usually wrong mm-hmm. about it. But um, yeah. basically Zendaya went on Instagram afterwards and said, this is a quote, there's a fine line between what is funny and disrespectful. Some Someone said something about my hair at the Oscars that left me in awe, not because it was because I was relishing in rave outfit reviews, but because I was hit with ignorant slurs and pure disrespect. Mm. And she did a whole post about it. So the people were defending Zendaya. She mm. looked so good. Like, it's crazy. But yeah, it's wild. I also, I just don't understand (laughs) it. Like, I do not understand. I, especially when, when it comes to them being celebrated when white people do like insane copy our hair. I feel like lately I've been, um, I've been like living with a group of friends and they've all been like, they're, none of them are black Mm -hmm. and they've all been like changing. They all straight hair. They've been like changing up their hair and doing so much cool shit to it that I could never do to my hair. And I'm like, you yeah. guys have so many options. Like, why do you not just get a fun haircut? Like, yeah. it's like, you have so many cool things that you could do. Why are you trying to do braids, which look yeah. undeniably bad on you? And it's just crazy. I don't understand. It literally, like, you literally look like a clown. Like, it's... it's, it's you look so dumb. <laughs> like, you can be such a cool, like, white lady with, like, mm. a really fucking cool haircut. Why would you ever choose to have, like, braids or locks or something it's just the lot when people when white people do dreadlocks it really gets me because it's just like so filthy that i'm like this is wretched and humiliating you look dirty that that's what it really doesn't look clean like it it it, it doesn't fit your texture like just stop trying to make it a thing like the braids they don't look dirty you can see them like hanging on the scalp the scalp (laughs) is like please help me and it looks sad yeah. But when they have dreadlocks, it's like, it's so gross. It's yeah. so gross. Ugh. I uh, watched the grossest video of a white person cutting their dreadlocks off and there was just like <laughs> filth in them. And I was like, how did you get to this video? What? Obviously on TikTok, where else would I be seeing these <laughs> insane videos? It came up on my For You page and I was like, like my choice? <laughs> no, I would never be watching that by choice. I was like, this is so gross. It made oh me filled with rage. Why was that on your For You page? I don't know. I will say my for you page is crazy. I see the yeah. I get some disturbing things sometimes. <laughs> it's always I mean yeah, it's 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 a uh, and I mean you're still also in the beginning stages of TikTok. So I'm not going to get too intense on you about your for you page. <laughs> 
I also like took a little bit of a I sometimes I'll just go through phases of being like so addicted to it mm-hmm. checking it all the time and then other times I won't so then like when I take a little break I go back and my the videos that they're showing me are just like so awful and random because I feel like they just have forgotten what I want to see <laughs> so it's like what is she like let's let's just serve everything just let's figure it out <laughs> and that's how they get you hooked because it requires like constant engagement but yeah yeah no that's that's right well you know i mean um what's it called even just just going back to what you're saying about hair it's uh it's interesting like i feel like whenever white people have opinions on our hair it just like i'm uh, one i'm just like shut up but it 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 always takes me back to like my childhood like because i grew up in ireland for like nine years and um and i remember I had like, there was a period in my life where I didn't cut my hair maybe for like four or five years. And so I just had like a big ass like afro, like I would braid it from time to time. But then, you know, there's times where you want to let your scalp not hurt. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, mom, no, not today. Um, you're crying. You're like, yeah. I don't this anymore. <laughs> exactly. And I got like rough hair. So it's uh, it's intense. But I remember like I uh, I was sitting and this was probably like, I forgot how old I was, but I was really young. And I was sitting like at the front of the class for a while. And so I just had this big ass afro, like huge. And I remember one day my teacher uh, like called my parents or something and was like, hey, or like I think had a meeting or something. Like it was was a serious thing where he was like, "Uh, I feel like you need to cut his hair or do something about it because it's distracting the kids. And... I was just like, what? <laughs> I know people are like literally crazy. I feel like there's such a spectrum of like racist hair related comments you can get. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like growing, I don't know. People will just say dumb shit. Like once when I was growing up, someone was like, do you curl your hair every morning? And I was like, no, I don't. I have for once again, for the listeners and viewers at home, I just have like tight, tight <laughs> ringlets. And it's like, no, I don't curl my hair every morning. But that was like, elementary school whatever but Mm -hmm. a couple like a year or two ago I went to um a production this is actually so embarrassing but I went to go see Moulin Rouge um the musical in Boston it went to Broadway just for the record uh afterwards but it started in Boston and I went with my friend no no hate I went with my friend who was had her uh hair in like two like space bun she's black and she has like way like kinkier hair than mine and she had it Mm. in like two really cute buns and halfway not even halfway like 10 minutes into the performance this white dude behind us like old ass white dude was like you really shouldn't to her like like taps her on the back is like you really shouldn't be wearing your hair like up and out like that like because like I guess maybe he was like I can't see past your hair which just like could not have been true and it was so crazy and like so upsetting we just literally left because we were like this is awful I don't want to sit in front of this man for the rest of the performance and then Mm -hmm. we just left but it's like that is so crazy but there's just such a spectrum of things that people can do yeah and and I mean insane and in a lot of situations like people don't even think they're doing anything wrong it's just like they're just like oh yeah I'm just saying the truth like it's like it's a fucked up truth. Uh, <laughs> like, because even in that situation, it's like now, I mean, that man's not even thinking about the fact that now, like, if you guys are to stay, 
you like in the back of your mind the whole time is just like, what the fuck is this man thinking about like me and my blacklist right now? Like, like you made this. And if you're and if you start calling it racist, it's like like they say you're making it a race issue. But it's like, no, it's it's. <laughs> I know I wanted to like find that man and track him down, but there was just no way to do that. <laughs> There's just no way to do that out of play. You can't be like, let me see. <laughs> But, Give me your information, sir. Literally, I'm like, there's no way to find this man, but it, it's yeah. No, oh, it's, it's wild. It, it's messy, man. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I I'm just, just like, guys, just shut up and just focus on your own hair. And you know, we don't go around telling you about your hair being too straight or too. I, I don't say like your hair is blowing in the wind into my face or whatever. Like, I. Just be free. I don't know. It's, it's, it's ugly. But yeah, sorry. No, you got it. No, I don't know. It's like some, they just have, a lot of white people have a twisted fascination with like black hair, I feel like. And it's just like none of your business, please. Yeah. I I mean, I remember like growing up when I had my Afro, not even when I had my Afro, just like, just when I had like a little bit of hair. And white kids would just be like, oh, man, you must not need to sleep with a pillow. Like, you're, it's, it's, you're just like, you just have a cloud on your head. I'm just that like, is crazy. <laughs> and like, you know, they're like, it's a compliment. And I'm like, I know. no, <laughs> like, you don't have to comb your hair. Like, it's just, you just have, it's just there. And it's like, no, like, we have to do, we're, we're humans too. Like, I don't just wake up like this. Like, I don't know. It's like these fascinations of like, you know, what what's different is like, it's like, it's magical. It's But then sometimes you want white people to appreciate your hair, but like <laughs> they don't, they're like fascinated with it in the wrong way. And then like, if I'm like dating someone or something who's white, mm. I feel like I'll have like a bad hair day and they're like, oh, it just like looks the same to me. And I'm like, well, that's awful because it looks so much worse today than it would look if I was having a good hair day. Like- <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I know. Like I was, I remember I like used to date this person and um, we would always like in the morning, like go get coffee or something. Mm. And I would just like, obviously didn't have like hair stuff at his house. And I would like, just leave, like put my hair up, like leave the house and mm. just be a little bit frizzy. And he'd be like, it just, he'd be like, I don't think it looks different or bad. And I'm like, well, I hope it looks different to you right now because it looks awful. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I hope you can tell that this isn't what it should look like right now. No. It's like, why don't you have the range to appreciate our hair? It's like flat and we, I'm just like, come on, like, come on. Yeah, it's like, I've, I've been, I'm, that's something that like, I haven't, I've never been in that situation in a, in a relationship. And that's like, that's something I never, I never thought about. Like I don't know. It's a, uh, that's that's a lot. It's 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 white white spouses can. Uh, we we it's 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 a lot of educating to do. I mean, I, I know, and it's also like if we're cuddling, do not try to run your fingers through my hair. Like you can like pat the top of my head. Do not like get your fingers in my hair, please. Like true, it'll just be. Don't just. Dis- disrupt the curl pattern that was created <laughs> please just let it let it lay all this was set for, on purpose okay leave it how it is do not don't no don't do anything crazy just let it be <laughs> man it's it's funny because i think of like i had a friend send me a video on tiktok of um he sent me this video of a black girl 
showing her boyfriend how to just how to I do know exactly like her- what you're talking about. Yeah. Like he braids her hair. Yeah. I was just like, why would you even like, I wouldn't like, why would you even try to educate? Like, it's that's a risk. Like, I don't. I know you're giving him too much power. Literally, like, like there's certain boundaries. I know. I'm like, that video is like funny, but I'm also like, I don't know if we should be letting the colonizer braid our hair, but, but I don't, I don't know. I also, I have this one who's really good at like doing French braids and stuff, Mm -hmm. but she also literally knows how to cornrow because um, her, (laughs) this is insane. When she was really young, um, like her best, friend in like elementary school and middle school was black and her best friend's mom taught my like white friend how to braid her hair so that she could do her friend's hair so she like fully knows how to cornrow and she's just like yeah I do not know what to do with these skills like (laughs) it was like obviously like not something I would opt into like learning today and so she just like knows how to do hair and I would always make her I would never make her like give me cornrows that would be insane but Mm. I would always make her give me French braids and like I got edge wax and I taught her how to use a toothbrush and like lay my edges. It was yeah. so funny. <laughs> and about like, I'm like, this is good. This is reparations. You're doing the work yeah. for me that I need you to be doing. That's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, it's like it's a, it's a, it's a when 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 I need an emergency an emergency resource. <laughs> exactly, but it's just so funny. Like I, I it's crazy. It's interesting that you kind of have to put boundaries on like how much educating we can, we should do and should it like when did, where does it get dangerous? <laughs> I know. It's so, yeah. It's like I don't know what you're going to go off and do with these skills when I'm not around. I know. It's like truly you have to yeah, you can't be you have to be using your powers for good, not for bad if you're yeah. a white person who knows how to do black hair. <laughs> yeah. It's like you can only do black hair under supervision. You can't like or like it has to be like a nonprofit. All of it is like all of it is free. She never profits off of doing black hair. I'm like, yeah. that's the only way. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's like a, another tick back to TikTok. Another TikTok video I saw today. It was like a, a black dude who was like, um, I don't care if like black people like play. J- I mean, white people like play jazz or like R and B or blues. Like, just as long as you can't make a career off of it or like you can't make money off of it and. I was like, I mean, that's pretty valid in the end. I'm like, yeah, you could, you should. I'm not against you enjoying because I feel like, like, I remember I did a video like, like two days ago or something. Um, I posted one video and a white person responded um, angry as always and said, yeah, and said, yeah, yeah, like, he said, he said, white, I feel he was like, honestly, white people are truly the only, uh, race with culture and How, uh, yeah kilts what do you mean what culture are you referring to that's literally like and it, that's it's, insane. i don't even know what that would mean no i don't because it, it's weird because it, get, it starts getting into this story t- territory of like white people being like well i mean uh we invented like uh t- all this technology and stuff that we that we all rely on today and i'm like that's not culture that's like tech- <laughs> like yeah no shit you run the world so yeah you invented technology like no shit <laughs> obviously yeah obviously you guys have made and created a lot of things you rule yeah. the world you literally <laughs> rule the world like what are you talking about obviously exactly but it was just dumb because it started getting into this like conversation like because i made a response video to that comment just about like I, I i just pointed out like things like just like things that white people 
have in their culture because of um black people and um and i remember like like i i said like like i said rock music i said like you know our you know our slang and stuff and even inventions and stuff but uh they really pointed out like the fact that i said rock music because i feel like that's that's they they need that they can't they can't yeah. like to talk people really don't like to talk about the fact that black people invented rock and yeah. roll <laughs> it's like no they have to be the face of it and and it just gets into this point where they're just like well like okay like so oh okay so what if you make it like okay asians build iphones but you don't see them saying like you can't use an iphone and stuff and i'm like There's a what difference. are you talking about <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, also, Black people make things all the time that are open for public consumption. Like, what do you mean? It's not like, pe- Black people aren't, like, it's not like everything that a Black person makes, they're like, you can't say. It's like, no, that's not how that works. That's, <laughs> it, uh, that's, I also, the with the rock music thing, it is so insane. Like, I was listening, we did a long drive a couple days mm. ago, and we were just listening to a lot of oldies in the car. And like, mm-hmm. so I was playing like, like Beatles, whatever shit like that. But then also like James Brown, stuff like that. And it's like the difference between like you, when you listen to all that music back to back, you really realize that like rock music is simply black music and it's just like been co-opted and then they changed the name. And it's so <laughs> crazy to really hear that. <laughs> Literally. Because like, it just all sounds so similar. Dude, you go back and you're just like, oh. Oh, wait a minute. Huh? Like the fact that like that's why even like it's funny now when like, you know, like uh a lot of times like older black people are like, you know, when some people are just like, you listen to that white music and stuff, and blah blah. And I'm like, we made it. So it's 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 ours first. Any it's music like, that is like good has black influences. Yeah, I mean anything that is good, period, <laughs> has has black influence. And it's just, it's just annoying because, like, for me, the, the the whole idea of, like, just circling back, like, that idea of, like, um, you know, people saying, like, well, why can't, like, so you, we just can't use anything you make and this and that. And I'm like, there's, like, for my thing, when, when I come across that kind of um, conversation, I'm just like, you can, but you just have a history of not giving credit. So I'm like, so I'm going to hold on to it as much as I can. And so just sit down. <laughs> yeah. And it, yes, exactly. It's like credit. And then also just the fact that like in like doing that or co-opting any like black stuff, like that white people co-opt, it's like, then you like immediately try to make it profitable in this like insane way. And it's just like, yeah, just it's, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Uh, they're really up to it. They're really up to some stuff. <laughs> we'll never have the answers, but but also, I mean, it's just like a big thing that I came down to after all that was just that that idea that like they really feel like they made everything. Like white people feel like like I remember as a kid, like like when I would learn that like. Uh, like you know whether it's like like when you learn like the super soaker was made by like a black person or whatever and you're just like oh you know and it's it's like you can have you can try to tell some white people about something like that or just an or something some kind of advancement and their natural reaction is like no 
that's not that's not true. Like it's like that, or or it's just so shocked that like that they didn't make it. And I'm like, yeah, life does not end and begin with whiteness. Like, yeah. I know, or just acting like anytime a person of color makes something that it's like an anomaly and not like no, it's just normal and we just don't talk about it. Like acting like oh yeah well they did that one thing but none of this other shit and it's like no not even we just don't talk about like all of this stuff it's not it's not an anomaly it's not crazy or whatever i feel like it's like the thing around like um i feel like i feel like uh because right now we're going through it's like i mean it's not just right now but really but it's a little more intense this year where you know where white people White guilt is at an all time high. I know. Um, there's a lot of atoning. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's like, you know, and 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 uh and I feel like I always I always get comments in my posts where like people are like, You guys are just trying to rewrite history and reclaim everything and this and that. And if we were doing that, it would be wrong. And I'm like, no, it's just like we just like I don't think black people necessarily or even, like I don't think any minority race really wants to have to like assert themselves like that like we made this or like this is ours or whatever like because honestly at the end of the day it's like we don't usually care like we're not out here bragging but in the end it comes down to like if when it gets to this point where it's like the ownership and the history is being erased it's like okay i'm gonna have to get in your face about it like it's not don't be mad (laughs) i know it's just i it's just uh yeah they they do just get so upset and it is really just like yeah it is just entitlement and the thought that yeah everything should belong to you or you have like every you're rightful or you have the privilege to like have access to everything and and all that stuff and it's like I this is so cheesy to quote but what you're saying that just made me think of like Solange she has an interlude on um her album where it's like Miss Tina talking and she always says like oh um like white people get so mad about Black History Month and are like, why don't we have a white history month? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, the entire world is white history month. <laughs> like that's all we ever have. So what do you Literally. mean? It's like, there's no, yeah, there's no, in no world where would we ever experience like black supremacy ever. Whatever no. would that ever happen? Like, no. it's not. And, that, and it's like a big fear for them. They're like, black, so this is, the black supremacists are going off this year. And I'm like, it's not supremacy black supremacy is if this like that's why i would say like the way the way like we interpret like racism or inequality or whatever versus the way they do is so just so different like white people for white people racism is like if you say like i don't like you because you're white like, which is like, that's, that's, it's harsh. It's prejudice. It's valid. <laughs> but, it's, but it's like, okay, why am I like, you, you got to break down the history behind that. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, for me, racism isn't a white person just not liking me because I'm black. Like, there's so much more behind that. Like, like even the reasoning of why you don't like me because I'm black. But even beyond that, it's like, if I have to look at TV, if I have to look at the world, like, where are Black faces in certain spaces? Like, the... the yeah. So. And it's also, like, if someone is saying, yeah, for someone to say, I don't like you because you're white is ultimately valid because, like, <laughs> because it's, white people are annoying and, <laughs> and if you're Black, like, I've always, like, there's so many times when I'm like, oh, I just, like, do not want to be around white people right now. And that's so yeah. valid because, like, 
they've done so much insane stuff and just like don't understand what it is to be can never understand what it is to like be black or be a person of color but if you're saying like oh I don't like you because you're black it's like well all of the the reason you're saying that is that's based on a complete myth of what of like blackness mm-hmm. and what black people do and and it's also rooted in like fear that is completely illogical so it's like there's just yes. no it's just there's no one-to-one of of those two things yeah. i support anyone who hates white people <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode right there <laughs> yo i really do because because the people like black people who the type like if you're black and being mm-hmm. aggressive towards white people in whatever space they're like you're always saying the truth like those people yeah. are always saying do you know what i mean it's like yeah. It's just the thing of like, you can't, you have to make like your attitude and and the way that you, you like are towards white people, like so Mm. palatable so that when someone is actually like, no, fuck you. It's so awesome. Cause you're like, no, like they're not even being irrational. Like they're being, they're speaking the truth, but yeah, it's irrational to do the opposite. Like it really is. I love it when. I love it. <laughs> no, it's so true, especially when you break down, like, for so long, there was always the stereotype of, like, I don't want to be the angry black person in the office or whatever, but it's like, that person is not, like, they're not the crazy one. It's everyone else is crazy. <laughs> like, and it's beautiful that now we're living in a time where, like, I feel like this year I've seen, like, so many black people, like, especially over the summer, like, when summer hit, like, I had so many friends who worked at publications and stuff and were just, like, I'm about to go off on, like, all the white people about, like, what we're covering or just how we're getting paid or, like, this and that. And it's like, yes, you could finally be the angry, loud Black person in the office and everyone just had to listen. And so (laughs) that's why I'm just like, I don't, like, the. I feel like the window of, like, I mean, right now it's like white people's care for, like, Black Lives Matter and stuff is not as intense as how it was over the summer. But there's still a little bit... The window's still not closed, so... They're definitely still on edge. Like, they're definitely still um, fearful. So I think we have to be monopolizing on that. Take advantage of every opportunity to, like, like get what you deserve or make them feel guilty or... I love making white people feel guilty. I think it's so funny. Me and... So, like, all my friends that I've been living with... um, Mm -hmm we my friend who's asian she's not black obviously but we just <laughs> yeah. love to like make the white people that we've been living with like feel bad for no reason and just like call them out one of we my friend <laughs> so my friend who's asian she put she was saying that she could put lotion in her hair which isn't true that's disgusting she has straight <laughs> hair and should never do that um, yeah. and my white friend was like yeah you can't put lotion in your hair um and then she was like googling looking up like okay, well, actually, if you have textured hair, you can put lotion in your hair. And so we were like, we were like, to the white friend, we were like, it's pretty like anti-black of you to tell yeah. her that she can put lotion in her hair. And she like immediately apologized and was like, I'm so sorry, you're so right. And we were laughing so hard because we were like, that's, we're not mad at all. This girl should not be putting lotion in her hair. That's really <laughs> disgusting, like for her hair. But just the way that she like apologized so quickly and so sincerely is just makes me so happy. It's so funny. Yes. <laughs> oh my, like literally trolling white people is. I tweeted the other day, it's the only art form that I'll like, like ever master. master. Like, it's- I just think it's so funny. Like, especially <clears throat> when it's your friends, because <clears throat> they have to apologize. Like if they're, I'm assuming that any of your white friends are good people. So it's like <laughs> any of them will apologize because it's like, yeah. even if they 
assume that you're probably joking. Mm-hmm. It's so much better to just look stupid and apologize than to be like, oh, you're fucking with me and have the person be like, no, I'm being serious. That was offensive. Yeah. Like, so like <laughs> they just will apologize and it's so funny. And then you can just laugh at them being yeah. so stupid and sincere. It's so funny. <laughs> It's like, all right, just, I just got to keep you on your toes. Like, we just test it out. Like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful because it's like, okay, you, you're willing to do the work. Like, you know, I, I'm i not here to educate you. I'm just here to check that you are still doing the work. Like, I mean, wait, are you living with, are the other people you live with, are they also like comedians, comics, or? or... Um, so one of the people that I'm living with is my friend from NYU who is on my improv team. Gotcha. And then the other people are friends, like, what the, one of the other girls is a friend from high school and then just like her friend from college. So mm-hmm. only one of the other people here is like in the New York comedy scene, but gotcha. yeah, it's, we haven't done much. We did like one, we did one TV co-show together, mm-hmm. not like hosting that we were on and it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> just me and my friend who also does comedy, we just like, were not being funny at all. It was crazy. It was so bad. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I've done a couple other ones that were good, like, Mm. because we were just chatting. But the one that we did together was just weird because um, we had to just, like, come with, like, a prepared little Mm -hmm. bit. And, like, the hosts weren't laughing because it was just, like, prepared. And mm-hmm. so then it just felt so awkward because we were getting no laughs. So I was like, I hope the premise of what we were doing was funny, but I just don't know if it was or not. Yeah, that's like, that was, that's, that's like, I remember for me for the longest, like just when, you know, when all comedy became digital, um, I was just like, cause I'm just so used to performing in front of an audience. And so I, and like a, a big part of like my humor is like, making white people uncomfortable and then you know, and, you know and laughing about that so it's like i need to see the faces i need to see the reactions and stuff but like but then it, it's uh so i get that like you know not hearing anything and then you're just like i don't know what's going on or whatever and like feel- on the other ones we were like mm-hmm. laughing but that just was not the case on that <laughs> one and i left and i was like i have no idea what we just did <laughs> it's like i don't want to know i don't want to ask i don't want to talk about it like it never happened <laughs> No, I, I I feel that. I mean, were you quick to like get into like the virtual comedy shows or whatever, or like, um, not like I don't think I was super fast. Like, mm-hmm. basically, just once like my friend started having them, then I would mm-hmm. go on. I've only done a couple, but like my friend, like Raina, I'm you probably follow her on Twitter. She's, yeah, she's she did awesome. one, and then I yeah. So I've like been on hers, and um, I've been on my friend Ummer. He's done two with um. Shelby I've done those mm. so not like a ton but gotcha. I don't gotcha. know having people on it which is also the first one that I I watched one at the very beginning I think it was it might have been the please don't destroy a please don't gotcha. destroy tv co or something like that and I remember they definitely like made the app so much better since then because the first one was just like so many technical difficulties yeah and so I was a little bit worried but then it it got it got better. <laughs> what about you? Have you been on it like since the beginning? I know. I I remember. I was like, "Fuck all of this." I comedy's dead for me right now. I don't want to think about it. And and like, I I didn't even watch any of the virtual shows. Like, I would see people doing them, but like, I didn't tune in. And then um, it's not until like, I think I started following. Like, I started like I was like, okay, let me just start tweeting jokes. And then I started. Um, you know, naturally 
finding other comedians. And uh, I think it was like Lorena, Lorena Cornwell. Her videos made, like, just made me like, whoa. Like, I was just laughing so hard and excited again. And I was like, oh, you can, you can do this. You can be funny. And, uh, and then I started, you know, I, I, I through her, I think I, I, we followed each other and then like just started getting surrounded by comedians online again. And, um, and then, and then Z-Way happened. And when I saw, when I saw her Instagram live, that's when I was like, wow, I wish I like, I wish I made this. And, and it made me curious to now like figure out how to like do a virtual comedy show and stuff. And so so I remember, like, not too long after, like, I did, like, I hosted one on the TV co-op, and, like, I did, um, I did, like, one or two other ones, and then, and then just started making TikToks and stuff, because I was just like, okay, I, I'm, 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 I'm happy again, so. Yeah, it's been, also something that's been so interesting about, like, doing, just because, like, I literally for so much of the beginning of the pandemic was just like alone with my it was just me and my siblings living in Vermont like truly nothing to do so I was just like yeah. tweeting so much um <laughs> which I did not used to do at all and mm. it's been interesting because like I'm not at, I don't have like a ton of Twitter followers or anything like that but like definitely grew you are you on the come up <laughs> and then I'm sure like so I know that I'm just like fault like showing up on more people's feeds mm-hmm. so now like on the rare occasion that I like meet someone new like meeting like friends of friends mm-hmm. any like lately anytime I've met like a friend of a friend they're like oh yeah I think I like know you from Twitter and I'm like that is so embarrassing <laughs> don't ever tell me that like truly like so humiliated I'm like please don't ever talk about my Twitter like no! I say the most embarrassing things on there. <laughs> it's just it's always like friends of friends where I'm sure they're seeing like people we know like my tweets and then I'm like oh my god that please I hate that yeah. You can see what I'm putting on the internet. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I had I had a situation where I think it was the day like Joe Biden got elected. I uh I, I was going downtown, I was on the train, and I tweeted, I, I remember I said, uh, my dream is to catch uh is to catch like a white person or to, just to catch a no, to catch a stranger watching one of my TikToks and I and I tell them to turn that racist shit off or something. And then like later that day. I was walking to get some food, like, and there was, like, New York was crazy. There was, like, block parties everywhere, and which I was just trying to avoid. I was like, I'm just trying to get my food. It's a pandemic. Um, and so I, I, I'm walking to a place, and then I see, like, a girl that I had met recently on a shoot, and I say hi to her, and then she's like, oh, my God, you need to meet my boyfriend. And I think he was at the shoot, like, very briefly. But she was like, oh, my boyfriend's here. Like, he's he loves your, like, he loves your your content. Like, he's a, he's a big fan and this and that. And then I was just like, this is weird. I don't know what to make of this. And then, like, he comes over and he's just like, oh, my God. Like, dude, your videos, like, I love everything. Like, I was a fan before, like, the shoot and everything before you guys met and this and that. Like, can, can, like, can we, like, do an interview or something? And I was just like... Uh, like. it's like so crazy because 
especially right now like this obviously is how the internet always is but just especially right now it's like you're literally just like alone in your room like making (laughs) stuff like whatever like like making weird videos or just like Mm. shooting off like random tweets and then to like enter the world and have someone be like oh I saw that that's funny you're like oh my god I forgot that people could see the stuff I was like putting on the internet like I'm like that is a flaw in the internet that people can see what I'm putting out there literally like like look away look away (laughs) I know I'm really just like yeah please do not look at please don't look at my Twitter. Um, it's the worst I will say is whenever, um, someone that I've like, I have two people who I used to have crushes on that follow me on Twitter. And whenever they like my tweets, I feel so embarrassed. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh my God, you should not be able to see the stuff that I'm tweeting. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) It's so crazy, but it's whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's a come up. I know I really need a, I told you this, I said you really invest in TikTok, and I Mm. really want to do the same thing. But I feel like I really only have like when I just like can't. It's hard for me to like force myself to make videos, so I just mm-hmm. really only make them when I get have a have an ins- like am inspired by something. No, I, I so, feel that. But I, it's also just yeah. I feel like you just never know what's gonna work. So yeah. maybe a b- big part of it is just throwing random shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. But uh, honestly, I mean, it's like for me. Um... I feel like now I'm kind of going through phases where it's like, okay, I, cause I feel like for a while, like I was going like literally every day on TikTok, like posting like so many videos. And, and then it got to a point where like, I feel like I just got kind of overwhelmed. And cause I would, there was times when I'd be like, okay, I don't have any ideas, but I need to like, I just have to, like, can't stop, gotta keep going. And, and then I got to a point where like now it's like, I'm like, okay, I, uh, I need to, like, there's, I'm like, it's fine if I don't post for, like, three, four days, like, whatever, like, I need, like, I'm, the internet doesn't matter, like, let me go live my life. And And it's just always there when you go back to it, like, exactly, that's, like, what I feel like, too, I'm, like, way more plugged into Twitter in terms of posting, and then I just, (laughs) like, won't post for a day, and I'm, like, oh, my God, like, this is, my life is over, like, no one's <laughs> ever gonna think I'm funny again, because I didn't tweet for a whole 24 hours, yeah. and talking, and then it's like, no, it's fine, like, it's still there when you go back, and they're actually probably gonna like whatever you say more, because you're not just, like, tweeting, like, exactly. poopy, like, stuff like that, <laughs> like, it's like, bro, sometimes you gotta pull a Frank Ocean, like, you gotta disappear for a bit, go into hiding for a minute, see, yeah. see what's up, and then come back, yeah. and they're so thankful, <laughs> Like finally, she's back. She's posted. My so. fans are screaming. All of my many fans. <laughs> I'm, hey, but you know, I'm, I'm like for me, I'm I I I I am. I do say, um, it's dope watching you grow because I mean, I'm I know like neither of us is like super huge online or like in life yet. But I'm like, I remember like when we first started following each other, like our following count was like way lower than what it is now. And and it hasn't even been that long. And so, and it's dope to see like, you know, we're in a time where because, you know, we're all locked in, like people are finding new ways to find content. And so it's like all these voices, I feel like I've always considered myself an underdog and like, and, and I always root for like the other underdogs. And so I'm like, I'm just like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful time where like, we're all starting to like, just get our shine and like finding like you know genuine audiences and stuff so it is cool like oh no it's always so I mean not even cool it's it's 
bad and good, I guess. <laughs> that, like comedy can feel so small, even mm. as someone like me who just started doing it. And I literally am just like on a team at NYU, mm. but still because like so many of those people just do comedy in the city. I feel like it's always so many of the people that like I see online all the time now are also mm. people I know in real life. And it's just so like interesting. Yeah. And I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. It's just so interesting how everyone like even uh, outside of the real world has then managed to like find each other on the internet. And yeah. like, yeah, it's so, it's interesting. Yeah. It's like, we all know it's one small ass circle and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful, but we'll wrap up in a bit, but I, I was just curious to know. Uh, and also you can let me know if you got to go also and I'll like shut up. But, um, I was curious to know, because you just said like, you, you know, you've, uh, you're kind of new to comedy and I was just curious, like how long have you been doing it and how did you start? Um, so I like, I don't know. I always have been like into being funny, I guess. I don't know. Mm. And, um, I like love comedy and stuff and something I always wanted to do. Um, so when I like took time off of school, I was living in LA Mm -hmm. the year before, like the year before this one that just happened. (laughs) I can't even like date time, but yeah. I took like a UCB 101 just like because mm. I was just working and there was no reason not to. Yeah. Um, and so that was like the first time I ever did improv. And it does, I feel like that just made me feel more confident in terms of being like UCB 101s are literally just like there's always like weird actors who just like aren't funny and then like someone's mom <laughs> who's like trying something new. So it's always yeah. like it's never like that stressful. Like it's just mm. like very chill. Mm-hmm. And like, I knew just cause I'm like a nerd. I knew that I wanted to do, I wanted to be on danger box, which is the team that I'm on at NYU. Yeah. Um, and so then I just like got there in the fall and auditioned and I, I'm not like big on improv even like, mm-hmm. I definitely think stand up is funnier and I'm not really great at improv. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> um, I just like I like it more because it's like one I just get to like hang out with my friends yeah and be funny but also I feel like it just helps you with like talking and and mm. performing and all that stuff and I was trying mm. to start to like stand up before my I wanted to start stand up like doing mics before my 21st which was mm-hmm. literally the day that the pandemic started so then we like Damn. went home truly I left New York the day after my 21st yeah. um, so that didn't happen but I still like I don't know. I've just always like known I wanted to do like comedy Mm. stuff. And I feel like, especially with like podcasts too and stuff like that Mm. in before I like even like went to like took a UCB class or whatever, like started doing improv. I just like had no, like learned so much about it. Cause I just like love podcasts and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, like smaller ones. And yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I answered your question, but I've been doing improv for like a year at this point. (laughs) Answer. No, I mean, hey, look, I talk, I talk in circles, so I, I, I'm very much following, and you, you breaking down the journey, um, but I mean, that's a, that's that's a rough intro, that's a rough entry to stand up that still hasn't really happened, but uh, <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm so bummed because like I improv is so fun because <laughs> it's just like me and my friends like goofing off, yeah. but I do, I am like not good at it, like I am like. Like my the, my team is good. Like my the other people are so good, but I'm yeah. definitely like I don't do characters. I'm yeah. very much just like the straight man. Um, <laughs> and I think I just like definitely would have more of like a, a stand up sensibility in terms of I'm just not like very like absurd. 
Yeah. Like comedy. I I get that. That's how like I no, I feel I, I get that because for me that was like um when I started, you know, like I said in high school, I started writing and um there was I didn't really know how to get like I you know, all the open mics and stuff were like 18 plus or like or 21 or whatever. So I didn't do any. But um, and then so there was like an improv troupe at my school. And so I was like, okay, I mean, that's the closest thing. And I and I got on the team, but I was like, I this is not for me. Um, It's like it's it's great. And like I I don't shit on it. Like I love to watch like I love um, I, I love watching, but it's just like at the end of the day, I knew that, you know, it's not my strong suit. Like I'm not. I, I'm 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 not like you pretty much what you said. Like I'm not doing characters. I'm not crazy. Like I just want to talk my shit. I just have shit on my mind that I need to say. And uh and you're also a writer. So I mean maybe that's also like part of it as well. And I always just like, yeah, I I feel the exact same. Like I just want to like be funny about the stuff mm-hmm. that is in my life. And like whenever I do improv, I just end up playing myself. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. But um I don't know. I think it's like, it's, but I'm like so glad I do it. It's also mm-hmm. obviously just like so much less scary than stand up because True. you're with a group of people and it's like, mm-hmm. if, like, you can bomb in improv, but if you bomb in improv, you're at least are bombing with a group of people who are also yeah. right there with you. Yeah. yeah. And someone can save you also. Like, yes. <laughs> and like the crowd is so much more forgiving because they literally mm-hmm. think that it's like magic. Like, they just yeah. like don't understand what's going on. So, like, mm-hmm. it's, you can just like, get a laugh with stuff that is it's just like they are so impressed that you're even like saying words out of your mouth on stage Mm -hmm. but um so I'm like so glad I did it and I've met so many awesome people um and I'm excited to go back I I really Mm -hmm. do miss it it's like so fun but I would love to start doing mics when I when the world reopens (laughs) one day one day who knows I don't know there's no there's no telling (laughs) Literally. But, you know, one thing that I'll say before we leave is that um, one th- like what we were saying earlier about TikTok, like it's like, you know, it's just shit that you're making in your bedroom or even tweets like stuff that we're just saying, you know, making in our bedroom, just throwing it out. Um, for me, the biggest thing that I feel like TikTok has helped me with is that ability to just like just try anything and just share it because you literally don't like you won't know like because some of my most viral videos have been like things where I record something I show it to my brother or like my girlfriend and I'm like what do you guys think and they're like that's fine like it's cool or like or or like maybe they like it but I'm like I'm iffy about it and so I'm just like okay let me just post it and then it's you know it's literally goes nuts and so it's literally a lesson of like just try every single idea because I feel like with stand up I was I started to learn that and I was starting to get to a point where like I was comfortable like doing a show not even a mic like an actual show where like I don't know my full set like half of it is like probably like new ideas or like kind of developed jokes and the other half is like jokes that I know but um I think you know cuz in the end stand up is like a very trial and error thing so so that's like my biggest lesson. So now that plus TikTok is like 
cool. Like it, it puts you in a place of kind of being a little more comfortable with just trying any idea. Yeah, I feel like it is a good lesson in like you just don't really know what'll resonate with people because I feel mm-hmm. like especially with like making little videos online, I'm just like all you like literally I'll just be in my car saying the same line over again like like three times in a row like no inflection in my delivery like so boring and I'm like by the end of like doing that shooting it and then like editing it a little bit I'm like there's just no way this is funny like it because I'm just saying it to myself like in my car and then like people will be like oh this is so funny and you're like yeah okay like it was I it was funny that's awesome like (laughs) you get like so sick of it and like you just have to see, yeah, I feel like just the, you just don't know how people are going to respond or what's going to resonate with people. And that's like a good, a good lesson to, to have learned. Yeah. So just try it all. And I, 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 that's my advice to anyone who does, I mean, anything creative mainly, like just try your ideas. Cause someone somewhere wants to hear it. It's literally my mom. She followed my TikTok. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. She was like, I like came into the room and my mom was like, um, was like, your brother just told me that like you have like videos on TikTok and Twitter or something, and I was like, okay, why would you vote my spot like that? And then, yeah. and then she just kept being like, will you show it to me? And I was like, I'll send it to you, of course, but you cannot watch it while you're next to me. That will make me cringe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she was very kind, did not watch it in front of me, but she followed me while we were sitting together and without watching, liked all my videos. <laughs> which yes. was and she was like what's your twitter and i'm like you don't need to see my twitter like, my no, tiktok no, no, you can see yeah. no my twitter is me being like just had diarrhea like yeah. now i want to have sex it's like what don't look at that please like, there's don't. limits there's limits really, I mean, there I, really is my, my 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 mom i remember my parents like when i first started using tiktok they'd be like oh let me see let me see let me see because it was like when i was going viral they're like oh i want to know i want to know what you do and it was, even that was awkward and then like my mom like followed me on instagram and stuff and then i'm just like this is too much. This is, I, I like, yeah, it's like, don't, I, you can't know all of me because it's like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, please don't look at this. Even though I like am close to my parents and will say yeah. the most like vile stuff in front yeah, of them. Yeah. I'm still just like, please don't look at my like weird little videos that I put yeah. on the internet. I'm begging you. <laughs> it's like, you can't see this. Don't, don't look, don't look in my room. <laughs> like, Literally. It, it's tr- It really feels like don't go into my room yeah. territory of like, do not look at my Twitter. Do not look at my Twitter, please. I'm begging of you. <laughs> you gotta, and it's like, I don't want to block you, but like, I might have to. Like, <laughs> One of my close friends from high school, their dad like followed me on Twitter the other day and I literally Ooh. had to block him immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know it was so embarrassing. I gasped out loud and then blocked him. It was awful. I, I, I had a similar thing happen and like they messaged me also and I just have not responded. I It's like still in my request. I still have not like followed them. I don't know what to do. Like I'm like, I feel bad blocking, but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of need to. Uh, this is weird, but. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And oh, it's, there's so much like weird stuff. Like, like people from my high school be like, People that guys I went to high school with think it's a compliment to tell me that a video I posted online is quote unquote actually funny. And I've gotten like three messages like that. And I'm like, this is not a compliment for no. you to say it's actually funny. Like, yeah. just say it's funny. Yeah. You don't have to say actually. It's like, like yeah, it's a this surprise. Is, this actually makes me laugh. Like, wow. I, what are I, you I, saying? I came into this not expecting anything good. <laughs> I'm like, I do not know how to respond to this text. So thank you so much. Um... <laughs> have a good day. 
Yeah, it's it's. Uh, are you cool? Like, are you close to people from high? I mean, you like you're living with one person from high school, but yeah, I'm close with like some people from high school. But the people that have been like messaging me are definitely not people that I'm close with. Um, because <laughs> my friends would never say that something yeah. that was actually funny. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, it's just like that's yeah, it's just insane that the internet is public, even though that's yeah. kind of one of the main rules of the internet. <laughs> still shocks me just like, just, just, just like, like and, and scroll, scroll please, please. I, know, I know i'm like you don't have to comment on this please uh, well hopefully hopefully the high school friends and the parents limit their interactions with our content because they will i will block them immediately <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like once you cross like you don't need to be here uh <laughs> no i i get that completely and and I, 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 I will start blocking as well um, because I've. It's important. I, I, you gotta boundaries are important. Well, I I'm gonna have to head out because I am getting hungry and I have to I have to have uh, dinner with 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 a friend. Um, but this was fun. I'm happy we actually finally got to to talk and <laughs> thank you for just for yeah. Yes, this. I'm thank glad you for I having me. <laughs> thank, th- thank you for being here. Um, I really invited myself onto this podcast, and I'm glad I did it. No, I, I was gonna say, but I was like, I don't, I don't know if I should put that out there. But like, literally, no. Thank Holy you. Me. I, I literally, like, I literally always tell people, like, I started this podcast just like so I could talk to either friends or like or meet my internet friends, like. I'm always like, like I, I'm not bougie about like who I want to have. At the end of the day, I'm like, do I like you? And do I feel like I, I would enjoy talking to you? Cool. Let's talk. <laughs> you know? So, so really, I'm like, I, I'm happy as hell that you, that you just said like, I'm, I'm coming on the show. <laughs> I love to chat and I've just been hanging out with the same seven people for like, months so i'm like i have to just invite myself onto people's podcasts at this point that's the only way to do it literally but thank you if there's anything you want to plug you can go ahead if not i can like you know give out your handles and everything um yeah i don't have any like obviously upcoming projects but uh my handle on as i said this earlier but my handle (laughs) on like all social media is just sophia s-o-p-h-i-a-w pelton p-l-t-o-n so follow me on whatever. She's and, hilarious. Yeah. Unless you're someone I went to high school with or one of my friend's parents and don't follow me, please. I'm begging. <laughs> I'll put a big disclaimer for that. Yeah, that's the disclaimer. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, thank you again. Thank you for having me. All right, no problem. Peace, homie. All right, y'all. That was episode eight with Sophia Wilson-Pelton. Again, follow her on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. She's hilarious. Sophia P. Welton is her at her um, handle on all social platforms. Um, give her some love. She's a hilarious comedian, writer, everything. Um, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And tune in next week for another exciting episode. Um, I'm really, really, really excited for this one. We're going to talk about something that, got, that lost me a lot of followers. Um, on Instagram last week. So tune in, y'all.